Welcome back to another episode of the No Assist Podcast. I'm your host, Ahmed Magoob. And it's been a little minute since I've recorded an episode, but took a little vacation to... Well, yeah, I just took a little vacation for the weekend, um, but I'm back now. So on, <clears throat> on today's episode, we're going to talk about what's relevant right now that's the summer league um a lot of good action a lot of guys i'm excited to see play um just want to start with jalen williams of the oklahoma city thunder uh whenever i'm a thunder fan so whenever we drafted him uh just before like through all the pre-draft stuff whenever we drafted him i was pretty excited um I thought he was going to be a steal because of his skill set and his size and uh, everything that he just brings to the game. He's a 6'6 combo guard with like a 7'2 wingspan, which is insane. But yeah, he can guard one through four as he's like so far he's shown that in the summer league, which is pretty cool to have that versatility. He is, um, he can play the one, like he can legit play the one. I think he played the one most of the time at Santa Clara, but he's just, uh, he's one guy that I'm really excited to see play this, um, this year. This is a fun team that Oklahoma City has. Um, we've got Chad, we've got Shea, we've got Giddy, we've got Dort, Trey Mann, who has been struggling in the summer league. I don't know. Everything just looks like he's playing way too casual, but. We've got both Jalen Williams. Who else? We've got we got JRE, who's looking great. I think he's um, a really good pick, not pick, but a really good piece for the Thunder. Kind of be like, um, I don't know how to explain. He's just really, he's really good. It's, he has a, a versatile skill set. But back to Jalen Williams. What I was saying, this team is gonna be so fun to watch. We've got guys like him and Giddy, and um, it's just like um from the summer league team everybody's just willing to like they're willing passers adding guys like him even Jalen Williams the big from Arkansas who was at Arkansas he uh was a very he was a facilitator out of the high post so a lot of these guys are willing passers and and who can pass so it's gonna be exciting to watch the ball fly around on offense and even on defense these guys can all guard or show up the ability to guard except like maybe Giddy um and like Trey Mann but you know, all these guys are just, they look exciting, and I'm so excited for this team. Um, Yeah, but Jalen Williams, he's, he's exceeded my expectations. Uh, was excited for him. But, yeah, let's just move on to the next guy, which is uh, Keegan Murray. Now, Keegan Murray is a guy that, when he was picked fourth, um, I don't know if anybody's seen, but he was clowned on a lot for just because like people thought they didn't really like know who he was. So he was clowned on because Jay Ivey went fifth and he went fourth. And at the moment they was, he was picked. I thought that was a great pick. I thought that Sacramento picking for fit instead of knee instead of best available was a really good decision. And it seems like it's paying off. The guy's been killing in summer league so far. Um, he's shown that he can score in so many different ways, which is always good. 
you know, he's shooting the ball really well. He's rebounding. He's 6'9", so that's really nice. Um, but, yeah, he's, he's showing a little bit of a bag. You know, it's not too much, but he's showing some ability to score off the dribble, create his own shot, which is always good, especially at 6'9", with that size. And I think he's just going to fit really well next to um, De'Aaron and uh, Davion and that whole Kings roster. They are and Sabonis. He's gonna hit really well next to Sabonis, who's uh he's not the best. Well, that front court's gonna have some issues defending, but he's not the best. Sabonis isn't the best shooter, so having a guy like Keegan Murray, you can stretch the floor and let Sabonis work down low. Who and Sabonis is a great passer too, so it's just gonna be a really fun team to watch them play. I think. Um, I don't know. Those guys just uh, Keegan Murray is just he's exceeded all expectations so far. A lot of guys were just mocking him and making fun of him whenever he got drafted at four, because you know Jaden Ivey went. They left Jaden Ivey on the board, which I think it was best for both teams to not pick Jaden Ivey. He wouldn't have. I don't think he would have fit as well with De'Aaron. To me, he plays a lot like De'Aaron. I don't know if I've said this before, but he plays a lot like De'Aaron. So having both De'Aaron and him, I think, would have caused some uh, backcourt issues. But, you know, picking up Keegan Murray is really nice. You know, I'm, uh, uh, it's just he's just playing really well. And it's kind of surprised a lot of folks, I think, showing that showing that he can actually you know, like he's a legit prospect. He's not just some guy from Iowa who happened to be in a good system like that guy can hoop. I thought he would have been a great fit on the Pacers, too, with Miles Turner. But he didn't fall that far. Uh, he honestly would have been a good fit on. The Pistons. Now that Grant is gone too, I think he would have just fit on any team. He's a guy. He's one of those guys like Ochai who can, uh, who got picked to the Cavs, who can fit on any team just because their skill set allows that. Um. So yeah, I think that Keegan Murray has been a great pickup for this team. They've done a great job in scouting and making the right decision this time and not picking the best available player, even though it wouldn't have been a, like people would have understood that pick. It would have been a good. It was a good decision to go for what your team needs, who fit the best with what is on your roster. And it looks like the Kings are starting to figure it out. You know, they've always had trouble in the draft and they've always picked just uh, bad picks or guys that just didn't work out for them. And picking Keegan Murray, I think, is a start to a new turning the leaf over. You know, they went and got Sabonis, which is I think was a good pickup. Um, they've still got Fox. I don't know. Uh, they got rid of Halliburton. First a bonus, which I don't, I mean, I, it's okay. I don't think that that was a bad decision, but he was one of their like few two good picks that they've had in the recent years. But like I was saying, it's just they're starting to pick guys who fit the team. They're building, I think they're building a culture there. They got, get, they got rid of Luke Walton. I don't know who they brought in. Um, I think, hold on, let me check who they brought in, but. You know they've 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 started to do things that are you know building a culture and building a um um what is the word I'm thinking of um, oh they got Mike Brown that's their head coach they got Mike Brown so they're building a, an identity and um, finding pieces that fit with their what they were trying to do which is a really good thing I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what the Kings can get done in the in the coming years. And yeah, with that being said, Keegan Murray has just succeeded all expectations. Uh, another thing I want to talk about, another guy that's exceeded all expectations, Apollo, not exceeded all expectations, but that's played really well, Paulo Benchero. 
on draft night, he was predicted to go third to Orlando, not Orlando, Houston. And I think everybody thought that up until about like 20 minutes before. I think Woj tweeted something. He was like, um, Orlando's considering Paulo instead of uh, Jabari, which they ended up taking Paulo at number one. And he's playing really well. I think he was averaging like six assists. He only played two summer league games. He averaged 25 and six, and he had like six turnovers a game. But I'm going to get to that. Paulo's shown that he can create off the dribble for himself and for others. He's played really well. Averaging 20 is insane. Um, he's only played two games. They shut him down because they said they've seen enough, which yeah, I understand. He's played really well. But this guy is just... Um, He's, he's, he's playing really good. Uh, not much you can say. Like, I thought, I'm, I'm glad OKC didn't have to pass on up, pass up on him. I'm glad that it was Jabari at three instead of Paulo. But, yeah, he's playing amazing. He's showing, he's getting shots however he wants. He's, uh, he's facilitating a little bit. I think they're letting him play, like, a point forward kind of position. I didn't really watch many Magic games. But he's played really well. He's doing a great job. He's he his handle and his decision making is a little questionable considering the six assists that he's averaging in, in those two games. But you know it's summer league. Things are very sloppy. But and he's a rookie, so I'm not really not too worried about it. Um, but yeah, he's he's looked really in, he's looked insane thus far in summer league. So. I'm excited to see what he can do in a full season um, with the rest of the guys on that Magic roster, even though it's nothing crazy. But, you know, they have get pieces that I think would fit well with Paulo, like Cole Anthony. Um, who else do they have over there? Jonathan Isaac, who's a decent guy. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who the Magic have, but I think they're starting to turn the leaf. The Paulo pick, is, I think, was really a good decision instead of going with Jabari who sadly has been struggling so far. I think he had a decent game against, I forgot who it was, but he had a pretty good game, his most recent game. Um, He was struggling to start the summer league. It was just like he wasn't getting touches the first game. Second game, he just couldn't hit anything. And when I was watching him play the Thunder, he did not, like, There's he wasn't, he had no bag, really, and he wasn't getting to the rim. What I mean by I say, when I say bag, it's just like he can't create for himself. So he was struggling to get to his open, struggling to get shots for himself, and he was struggling to get to the rim, which made everything he took a tough shot. And that's not, you're not going to get going like that, especially against, like, NBA guys. Like, this is just summer league, especially against NBA guys. And I'm not saying he's going to be a bust or whatever. I'm just saying he's struggled so far, and I think he needs to get to the rim more and see the ball go in before he starts taking these shots. And I know it's his game, but... It's not Auburn. This isn't the SEC. These are professional. These are the best basketball players in the world. So you're gonna have to learn to get to the rim and at least go to the get to the foul line and see the ball go in a little bit before you start taking these tough ones. Um, but yeah, he was they like not all of them were bad shots. He was he was getting decent shots, which is pretty good. But they, some of them just you know those just weren't falling. Can't really do much about those. Um, yeah, I think he just, if he figures out how to get to the rim more and he, uh, works on his handle a little bit, he'll be really good. And yeah, like I said, he's not going to be a bust or anything. He is a rookie. So 
got a long way to go, and I think he'll be fine, honestly, and especially with Houston, and he'll get to play a lot and learn from his mistakes. And he's got Jalen Green, Josh Christopher, uh, Sagoon, a lot of these guys that are young with him that they'll probably learn together and figure out how to navigate all these stuff, all this league stuff with each other, which is really good to have that kind of kind of teammates and guys you can learn with. So, yeah, I think the Summer League has been really fun so far. Um, I've enjoyed watching it. It is one of the sloppiest things ever, but that's just the Summer League. That's just Summer League basketball. Um, it's been pretty fun. Um, I am excited to, uh, like I said, Thunder fans, I'm excited to watch them in this upcoming season. I've been really impressed with Josh Giddy, his leadership role, and like the way that he's created for others. His jump shot looks a little better, but it's still an area of concern. Uh, some other things I want to talk about. Mm, I don't know, man, but if you're watching this, I mean, if you're listening to this, um, follow me on Twitter at uh, Ahmed M. Magoob. That's A-H-M-E-D-M-M-A-H-G-O-U-B underscore. At Ahmed M. Magoob underscore. Follow me there and just uh, tweet at me. Let me know what you, some some similar things you uh, think are um pretty cool and just stuff you want to talk about and yeah I'll probably get back at you all right that's been episode three of the no assist podcast i've been your host Ahmed magoob um thank you for listening uh, be sure to follow me on twitter and just let me know your thoughts any anything you want to talk about on there i'm willing to i'll definitely respond uh yeah thanks for listening